Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, Danny Beard. And me, Ella Morgan. Yes, it's our sloppy seconds. An extra special second weekly release that's all about you. Except, well, today it's kind of not all about you. It's also about our very extra special guest Ella Morgan wow love that name do you yeah I feel like it could be a designer I feel like you could have a really nice chain of hair salons oh hair by Ella Morgan I mean you don't have to do the hair you just own it wait I was gonna say these tapes are hanging by a thread (laughs) honey needs to get them done it could be my um fashion line no that would be called the tea edit Oh, I like oh, yeah. it. Don't, yeah. give, don't give these ideas away. Charlie Craggs will rub oh, it off Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm trademarking that. No one can use that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, guys, girls and gays, if you want to get in touch and uh, share your biggest confession, your dirty dilemmas, your funny stories or anything else, camp crazy or cuckoo, then you can get in touch by emailing us at... What's the email, my darling? It's, uh, it's Ella. No, it's not Ella. <laughs> you got your own Gossip Gaze know, email? No, yeah. CEO. Um, <laughs> email us at letters at gossipgazepod.com. Yep. DM us on Instagram at gossipgazepod. And you can get in touch with us now via WhatsApp, text, voice notes, just go wild. And if you wish to remain anon mm, from Wales, from Wales. Uh, just say, and we'll never out you uh, and can even disguise your voice. Yeah, just head over to this episode's description to find out more. So listen, girls, gazes and daisies. Oh, I'm dropping my lip gloss. Do you know, do you know what? I love a little bit of a plumping gloss. I'm Your lips gay. are big enough. I know, thank you. They are amazing. Thank you. Um, they look like my labia. <laughs> <laughs> Very plump and big. Great. Good to know. Danny Beard's got labia lips. <laughs> um, as you know, Ella is sitting in. She was here on Thursday filling in for Billy. And you're still here filling in for Billy. So I thought we'd dive into loads of stuff. Uh, I forgot to mention for the last few weeks, by the way, I've not spoken about my trip to the theatre. I went to see Sunset Boulevard. Actually, you look a bit, Sam, like the guy in Sunset Boulevard that Nicole Scherzinger shags. You oh, look like thank him. Thank you. He's very conventionally attractive and he gets his top off on stage. Oh, I'm not getting my top off. Right, go on, I'm Sam. Not with that. <laughs> Ella's, Ella's, still, Ella's still playing the, playing the game. Ella's still flirting from last Thursday. Mm. Ella can from stay. Last, yeah, Billy, what's Monday? Billy doesn't inflate my ego like this. <gasps> right. Okay. Okay. I, hear, I, I can. I can see what's happening here. <laughs> uh, I love that film. Do you know that's a reference from? 
No. Moana. Do you like? I love not a Disney seen, film. I love a Disney film. That's where my name came from. Is it? Oh. Yeah. So, fun fact, my two favourite Disney films or Disney princesses are Cinderella, Ella, uh. and Belle, Elle. A lot of people call me Elle. So, I love yeah, my that. brother, Ross, who is a fellow gay, was the one that we were in a, a, a gay club just after I transitioned. And at first, my name was Frankie because I went through OK Magazine. It closed From my the eyes. Saturdays. Yeah. And I'd literally <laughs> turned the pages and I was like, right, I'm just going to point someone. And it was Francesca. It was Frankie. So for a while, for about two months, I was Francesca. And then my brother finally got on board with the whole transition because out of everyone, Ross, and I love him to bits now, he's like my best friend, took it kind of the worst because he was like, why can't you just be like a gay guy attracted to men? And I was like, take the whole sexual orientation out of it. It's not who I'm attracted to, it's who I am, who I go to bed as, who I want to wake up as. So he, then he finally started to understand it. And I've always wanted to be a girl with a, a guy. And, you know, I've just always identified as a girl. So he said, I think you should keep the E because my old name was Evan. So I wanted to steer away from the E, but actually he was like, right, Emma, I was like, no. Eleanor, I was like, no. Ellie, no, too many of them. So I was like, well, I like Cinderella and I love Belle and Elle and I couldn't, I didn't want to pick Elle. So instead I went with Ella and if you want to call me Elle, you can. And then the Morgan was my middle name for. So my name actually is double-barreled, Ella Morgan, but no one calls me that. And my surname's Clark, but I've decided to trademark Trademark myself as Ella Morgan. Wow, I love yeah. that. Unless you're the tax man listening and it's neither any of those names. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, we've just said about. <laughs> Large tax bill coming my way. Girl, it is part of it. Just get someone else to fill in the accounts for you. Make sure you've got the receipts for that lovely little um, Adidas two-piece. Can I actually claim this? You've been to work in it today. Of course you can. It's your uniform. Oh, okay, I'll claim those. I mean, don't take shoes. tax advice from me. I'm certainly not... Uh, that is actually but no, an accountant. No. Yeah, no. That is actually good tax advice, though. Yeah, Anything no. you use for work that is a, it's an expense. If you use it for work, it's an expense. And my filler, my surgery. Claim all that back. Maybe not. Uh, maybe. We'll try. <laughs> we'll find we, can, out. we can get creative. Okay. <laughs> so, this is where we're at. We've got the finale next week of Married at First Sight. We've seen you go on a hell of a journey. Mm. You were first paired up with Nathaniel, we heard on Thursday, and we've seen on the show it didn't work out with Nathaniel. Which, no. you know, if you're a fan of the show like I was, and I hate to say this and to burst, because you were so... You were so naive at first, not in a rude way. Yeah. You wanted it to work and you were on that on that wedding night. It was so lovely to see you. So happy. And I I thought as a viewer, oh my God, this is gonna work out for them. But then thing we started to see the cracks and I'll say it because I don't want to put you in an awkward position, but it felt very much like this was Nathaniel's opportunity of five minutes of fame. <clears throat> well, I, you know, I I don't, you don't need that. to respond to that. Mm. It That's where like the that. fake comment came from on the yeah. honeymoon. And then, like, I was a bit like, you said that you'd be there for me, you'd support me, you told my parents you would protect me. I told you about my past, you know, being a stripper, and I felt like now watching it back, that was used against me as an excuse to not get close to me or get to know me. So I was like, well, to me, you're a bit fake because I found out you'd been on loads of shows. And then you're now out of me when you literally sat on that sun lounger and said, I would never out you and say it. And then five minutes later, it was like, you're a stripper. And I was thinking, I told you that in confidence. But I also think that really backfired on him. It did. Because, first of all, well, sex work in general is work, valid work. Stripping 
isn't sex work, yeah. but it's still valid work. Mm. And what what and what? And also you you very really nicely and calmly were like, Well, you know, that I didn't want that to be a part of this show. Yeah. And now you've taken that decision away from me and made it it just completely backfired on him. And actually I think it's something in your past you should be proud of. And I am, but I find it really ironic that a lot of his friends do sex work, whether that's, you know, only yeah. fans or other forms of sex work. And I'm a bit like... I Gail, find that... it'll be weeks until she's not booked on another show and she will have OnlyFans. So don't yeah. you worry. <laughs> oh, God, can you imagine? I, I don't know if I would make any money on that because I'm not... I don't know. I think I not can't... you, Nathaniel. Oh, <laughs> not oh you. My God. I wasn't slagging you off saying you won't be booked okay. again. You'll have your own OnlyFans. I yeah, mean, honey, him. I'll be doing Strictly, and you'll be selling nudes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, that that just felt very pointed. And I think looking back, I did realise I was very naive because I did generally really fancy him, wanted it to work. I really liked him, mm. got to know him, but he just got to know me on no level at all, and then kept talking about the deep conversation. Now watching it, it's like. Everything was just an excuse to hide the fact that, obviously, he told uh, the, the mirror in an interview, well, I didn't want to be with a trans girl anyway. And that was quite an insult for me to hear because it's like, but you're from the queer community. I can understand it if it was a straight guy. I felt guy. that was such a bus throwing interview when we've got the world as it is right now mm. we've got someone like you the same as i praised hallie for going on to big brother we've got somebody like you who this is more than a tv appearance i think and i think you should be so aware of your own community and we had a little chat just before we recorded today's episode and i said do you consider yourself as part of the queer community which you do yeah I do. And I do because I think, you know, our trans brothers and sisters, if you people who know this who listen to the show, you know, our trans brothers and sisters have been there holding our hands. We're throwing the first bricks at Stonewall and we need to be there right now while they're going through what gay people went through in the 90s. Mm. It's the same old rhetoric. Yeah. So I think you should have such a better understanding of that to do something like throwing you under the bus and also for throwing you under the bus about the stripping thing. And the smoking in the article, it said about smoking. Now, I don't smoke, I vape. But then <laughs> I saw a video of him uh, vaping uh, the other week. Someone sent me a video and was like, isn't that really ironic? And I just thought any excuse was being pulled out the bag to basically say, this is why you don't like me. And I just thought, just be man enough to say, I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. Why did he keep well, saying Because he didn't stay? want to say that, I don't think, because he knew, well, and he would have to leave the show and he wanted the airtime. So he was in a battle with himself for airtime and trying to string you along to get enough airtime, it would seem. But it all kind of turned out... Well, it turned out good for me because a straight guy, which is originally what I went in there kind of asking for, but I knew there wouldn't be a straight guy out there that was my type that would be open enough to do that on a, like, a national television show. So even though I... I have had a lot of backlash saying, you know, you're a cheat, you're that. I didn't necessarily see it as cheating because Nathaniel wanted us to just be friends. I never did anything with JJ apart from texting. We didn't kiss, nothing actually happened on or off camera prior to us getting together. And I felt like I went on there for the right reasons. It's not my fault if someone else didn't, but I deserve a chance at love. It's a shame it was someone else's husband, but JJ made it quite clear to his wife. Yeah. I, you know. He made that clear before any of that kicked off. He was yeah. the one that first said, who out of the room would you like to kiss? Yeah. Which, by the way, I was jumping up at my telly. Like oh, was... were you? Yeah, because... I was so happy in that moment because I thought I fancy him so much. But also as a viewer, I wanted it 
I wanted it to be the the ending that you wanted it to be. Yeah. I could see the naivety, I could see the vulnerability, and I could see the person that shone through. And I thought, mm. this is the representation we need on TV. And whether you wanted it or not, unfortunately, it happens. You're on a massive platform. And yeah. I think you've been an amazing, amazing person to see on television. And to by people getting to know you, mm. it puts a face to... These a community. Uh, well, yeah, and these <clears throat> people that are debated about in the in the news as if it's up for debate. So many people have an opinion on trans people and don't know a trans person. So we, we always get talked about. Yep. But no one actually hears us or our stories. And I went on that show knowing that I would probably end up being a voice, which is now coming off like coming out of the show because we found it a while ago I always am conscious to say and do the right things to be a good example whereas before I'd let my mouth run away with me whereas now I'm like not only am I able to talk for my community but I'm able to just be Ella and it's not all about the whole trans thing but now I've always got the added bonus of yes there was a whole scandal with me and JJ but there was two unhappy couples who met like, and then obviously me and JJ came together and made a special couple. And I think he's doing a lot for my community and the queer community by being so open-minded as a straight guy and being like, yeah, I see her as Ella. I just see her as Ella, which is what I kind of wanted. And I think it was easy to put me with someone who is pansexual, bisexual, because most straight guys wouldn't have done that. So for him to do that, it was like, I remember feeling like I was back in school and I had a crush on this guy. And I knew he'd never get with me. And I looked at JJ the same and I thought, I really fancy him. He's like a really amazing guy. He's so nice, open-minded. Never met someone trans, but he just liked me for me. And I thought, there's no way he's going to go near me. So when I knew he liked me back, I was so giddy. My heart would go. He'd give me butterflies. Like he is, honestly, the most amazing, beautiful. Just He just puts a big smile on my face. And I went from losing all my confidence and felt so insecure with Nathaniel. I probably wasn't in the right headspace to get with JJ at the time, but I was just so happy that I suddenly was me again and I was smiling. And even now I talk about him, like he just puts a big smile on my face and I just love him to bits. He's incredible. I love that. And I love that you're in this really nice headspace. Do you think being on Married at First Sight UK has given you this boost of confidence overall? I mean, as yeah. you said, you've gone through the ups and the downs, but you've come away from it now. You've you filmed it a while ago. We're now getting to watch it. Well, we've watched it play out over the last however many weeks. The finals come up. Are you looking back and going, oh my God, what a journey? Or are you looking back going, I would never fucking go near that show again? Um, no, do you know what? If I wasn't to JJ, I would... Yeah, I would, you know what? I would do it again because I think this time round, people would have watched it and been like, do you know what? Ella's made me realise I would probably be open to dating. That's not what I want on there yeah. for, but I, I hope that there's a lot of opinions changed and perceptions changed from seeing me and seeing me get with JJ. So I would do it again. I definitely want to stay in like the public eye and do, be like that representation, like, you know, people on uh, Celebrity Brother and I'm a Celeb and Strictly, like there isn't anyone really mainstream and trans. And I guess I would like to be that person because I feel like I do it quite well and relatable and I don't always go off onto a show. I was just going to say, you're relatable. Yeah. And we, we always end up with people like fucking Caitlyn Jenner in the jungle who's so left-wing, <sighs> not relatable, mm. and is like a fucking... That's people's perception of yeah. people like me. But there's so many girls I know, trans girls, that are just like me. We just don't get the voice or the representation out there. So I definitely would do it again. I would do other shows again. I don't regret any 
thing I did, I think the way I handled the Bianca situation, I actually felt more bad for Bianca than Nathaniel because I knew he didn't like me. And I wish her every happiness and I want her to find somebody. I don't like the fact people like she stole, I stole her man. I don't feel like I stole him because he wasn't into her in the beginning. But And he wasn't her possession. Um, no, it just didn't work. I mean, and I get how she feels because my husband didn't yeah. like me either. But I would never stop someone or deny someone from finding love. If she liked Nathaniel, I would have said, get, go and there. And it takes two to tango. She can't put all the blame on you. Can I ask, going into the final, who do you think is the strongest, uh, just, just one couple's <clears throat> name, the yeah. strongest, most genuine couple there? If this was Love Island and one person was, one couple were going to win... My um, first sight, who do you think it would be? I would probably say, it's quite obvious, but I'd probably say Tasha and Paul or Peggy and George. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I wasn't with Nathaniel... How has or... Peggy stayed with George? Uh, do you know what? You, I, I love I'd probably him. like him. You would just but, get on Because I'm a bit of a gobshank, like he is, but... He, They're very not... different. They're very different. Mm, but you'll see, like, yeah... They're an amazing couple. And he has changed throughout the show. Yeah, She's yeah. really brought out a softer side of him. He's not as inappropriate. A bit like JJ with me. Like, he's made me a lot more, I guess, quiet and down to earth. And I'm not so opinionated and crazy. And I'm very chill. I used to be at, like, 100%. Now I'm at, like, 13. He taught me that. He's taught me so much in life. And I feel like that's... George is the male version of me. Really? Yeah, massively. And, and do you think that's why you maybe didn't like him at first? Because remember when she came around with the gift? So we actually, a bit of tea, I actually knew George. No! So, yeah. So I walked in. <laughs> he won't mind me saying this. George actually came to my club when I was working in the strip club. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So George came in and we got on like a house on fire. And I would have been with him if I wasn't with JJ. He's a husband. George is a husband I would have wanted to be with. How long ago was that? Sorry? Um, so it was 2021, late 2021. Oh, a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Not long. And so I knew George. And when I walked into that first dinner party and I saw him sat there because he was with Peggy, I was like, well, I love Peggy. We're like best friends. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, my God, I, I know him. And I was like, oh, and there was scenes that didn't make the final cut where I had to sit Nathaniel down and say, because <clears throat> he hated the fact I was a dancer, didn't he? Yeah. And then I had to be like, oh, sorry. And Nathaniel. I'd love to talk to you about that, actually. Tell us yeah. this, but I'd love to talk to you about that in a minute. And just just because to get rid of any of these perceptions, stigmas, because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's important too. And I, 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 how many girls are in, you know, have in, been in them shoes and are in them shoes? I yeah. don't want people to go it's away from this thing. It's a huge thing in the trans community that we don't get... Uh, accepted for jobs, unemployment rates are so high in the trans community. Um, and I think a lot of girls have to rely on sex work because, for example, if you're not passable or you don't feel like you're passable and you're not taken seriously, jobs will turn you down. Or even if they know you're trans, they don't give you the same shot that they would give someone else who's, say, cisgendered. So the easiest route to go down is to do a form of sex work, whether that is escort and whether that's only fans, whether that's stripping. And I feel like I had a lot of stick for it, but then I also had a lot of praise of people like, what, that's what Nathaniel was mad at you for, for doing that. And I did it to support Before my Before you knew him? Um, so I told him on the plane, going over to the honeymoon, and he was fine with it. And he told me some of his friends' names, and I thought, well, I know they do that, and they do this, so he's going to be fine with it, surely. 
And then he obviously outed me and said what he said, which came out of nowhere. I generally did not know he was going to say that. And I didn't really want it coming out because it's another thing for people to give me shit for. But it is just a, 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 a bit of... I was walking around in my underwear. And I think if and I got the body I've got... how did you get into that? Did you just think one day, I'm, do you know what I'm going to do? So I've my got this banging friend, ass bod. Yeah. I'm just going to go and fucking show everyone it and get some money. Well, my best friend, uh, she's done it for a long time. Uh, and she always said to me, Ella, you should do this and you can pay for your surgery. You can pay, like, I live with my nan, obviously, and support her. And it was just kind of easy money. And all you had to do was walk around in your underwear and chat to guys and give them a little bit of a dance. Now, I can't dance for shit. I but... was going to say, how, what are your moves like? Um, <laughs> the... Well, ask Sam. Ah, I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, they're okay. I'm not the best dancer, but I don't feel like you've got to be a good dancer. You've just, just got, got to kind of... We having like a flirt and just like a sit-down. Yeah, I like just getting down. drunk. <laughs> getting really drunk. Right, go, you know, give me some of your money. And like, that's just how it went. But there's a lot of stigma. I feel like Olivia Atwood's done a lot of justice by doing her show, For Filthy sure. Rich. Um, so, what, what's it Filthy called? Filthy Rich. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's still a lot of people out there that judged girls that have danced. But it's so common. Well, I, I, I'm, I shouldn't say this. I'm going to say... I always think the one's judging. I'm like, calm down, Susan. You're never going to be a stripper yeah. with your buzz cut <laughs> yeah. tucking your tits into your socks. So, like, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm not... But it is always like... Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. Yeah. Girls don't like confidence. And the guys girls. that seem to slag it off are the same guys that you're Go in, in the, the clubs. Club. Yeah. Oh, if I told you some of the politicians, the Tory no! members. No, no, we can't no, stand I, the yeah, Tories. I, no, but I'd take if, the money if, if I was if stripping for If we could them. all out some of the Tory, um, like, what is it, PM Ministers, PMs? Yeah, whatever MPs. they're called. There's only yeah. one PM. But yeah, I do feel like there's a lot of girls that judge confident women like me. Like, I'm very confident, but I never used to be. And obviously, after what I've gone through, I'd like to think I'm going to be confident with my body. Yeah. But a lot of girls, because they're not confident, would kind of slag me off or put me down. But yeah, I don't regret dancing. I haven't done it in a while and I wouldn't probably go back to it. I hopefully wouldn't need to, but there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not ashamed. It made me so confident having that um, like validation, weirdly, from guys because it was like, oh my God, they're picking me out of, you know. And I mean, I bet you meet some fucking characters. Uh, you've yeah. said you've yeah. Tory MPs. Mm, there are George. some weird. George. Oh no, I love George. You won't mind me saying that, but we knew each other yeah. before the show, and I was my face. You don't see it, but I'm like, I was shocked when I saw him in there because I was like, yeah, well, we know each other, but nothing ever happened with us. We never went on a yeah. date. We we didn't have sex. Nothing happened. He is just a good friend now, and he's with my best like friend. That. So, yeah. Okay, so. Can I just? We need to. We need to take a quick break. We need to oh. hear from our sponsors. All right, Jarlan. Let's hear from our sponsors, and found? we'll come back and jump in because I want to ask you after the break something that has been blowing up on TikTok. But we'll we'll jump into it after this. All right. The gossip case. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. We are on Monday's Brucey bonus of the Gossip Gaze. My co-host is still joined us, still joined us, still joining us, whatever. You're still here. It's I'm Ella Morgan. I'm still here, guys. I'm still here. I'm still queer. It's me, I, Ella Morgan. Do you think you've got a particularly Bristolian accent, by the I way? I was going to ask you this. So I actually, like my mum gave me these elocutions when I was younger. So I've got three brothers and to me they're all quite... Bristolian. And so when I was younger, we'd go to parties. I'd be the only one that my mum would like hit on the back and be like, Evan, make sure you speak posh. It's very well spoken. People always used to say when I picked up the house phone, oh, hi, Amanda. And I used to love it. I'd get a thrill off it because I'd be like, yeah, they think I'm a girl. Yes, I am. Um, But I do feel like I have a twang of certain things I say, but I have a lisp and I've had a nose job and I think I'm nasally. I have a lisp. So I do think sometimes that helps me out. You sound like you're in the DLA office trying to get a blue badge, yeah. I do, I. Oh, <laughs> I've got a lisp, yeah. I've got this, I've got that. Yeah, I've got wonky tit. I've got a wonky tit, how much can I have? But do you think I'm Bristolian? Because my mum would I hate... I do. Oh, no. Well, if I your mum's listening, I'll say no, just so that you don't get in shit. I don't think I do, but I do love Josie Gibson. I think she's very much stronger than mine, her accent. But I don't think I do say, compared to, like, some girls... Yeah, I mean, it's not thick, but there's a twang in there. I've done that on the nose, but now... Oh, I'm not not trying to offend. I think it's it's a beautiful, characteristic accent. I love anything that adds character to someone. I absolutely love it. And I love girls with the Bristolian accent like Josie Gibson. I love it. She's amazing. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about... We saw on TikTok, Luke had quite an explosive TikTok rant a few weeks ago. Yeah. Now, Luke was paired up... I was forgetting. Uh, Jay. Jay. Luke was paired up with Jay. And I saw you and Jay do Steph back lunch. Yeah, Jay, Ros great, and Tasha yeah, are my best friends. Oh, they. And Laura and Peggy as well, yeah. But I love that. And they seem really Jen. So the they reason I think I got on with Ros, Tasha and Jay in the beginning, they're all Northern girls and yeah. I'm not, but I've got that mentality of just we all offend each other the things we all say to each other are offensive to, to other people but we all find it funny we yeah. make fun of ourselves they're so down to earth and genuine um and that's why they're they are my best friends um and i found luke and jay quite quite sincere at first they yeah. seem very sincere and into yeah. each other but we saw a, a rant from luke and he is adamant that there's been a mole the whole time yeah 
within the cast? Is this something you could get on board with? So I is certainly isn't Are me. Are you the mole? I'm not <laughs> Are the mole, you guys. The mole? My memory is terrible. Um, so I don't remember what I had for a breakfast yesterday, yeah, let alone same. what happened the on the same. show. And bear in mind, this was filmed. So I personally filmed from January until the reunion, which was like um, July, uh, start of July, I think. So it was a long time. So I don't remember the shit that came out of my mouth. When I watched it back, I didn't know I said the fingering comment on that <laughs> first dinner party where I was like, yeah, I haven't even fingered yet. My mum was sat next to me. She was fuming. The whole, the whole rest of the episode, she went like that and faced oh, the wall. No. I was like, mum, come on, get a grip. But I don't remember things that come out of my mouth. Now, I do believe there is someone, the matter of fact is, there is someone that leaks these stories. Yeah. Because we have a group chat now, slowly it is like everyone's dying off, like more and more people are that leaving. That happens, that happens. I ain't leaving because I want to know the gossip. Yeah. Oh, side note, we'll come back to them all. Have you broken off into subgroup chats yet? Like we did that on Drag Race. So there's um, a few other little group chats with us just to, the Australian been... girls, because we toured Australia, so there was reasons. Oh. But there is other group chats. There's other group chats I'm not in. I'm sure that we hate Danny Beard's ones there. Really? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm in that one. No, I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking. No, me, Roz, Tash and Jay have the Spice Girls. We're quite, I love that. Yeah, we are known as the Spice Girls. Um, what Spice are you? Uh, so I have to be posh, but I wanted to be baby, baby. but I'm now not blonde, I'm copper. Jay baby. has to be ginger. Tasha is scary. We're not racially profiling, but she was the one that called us scary spice. Um, Ros is baby. So I either was sporty or I was posh. Now I don't go to the gym. I think I probably well, look, look like you a, look nice yeah. today. You look like you could be in the gym today. You're wearing a nice little two piece. Yeah, from Adidas. I like it. Uh, but no, I don't. Gifted or bought? Uh, bought actually. Well done. Yeah. Although ASOS, if you want to gift me, absolutely <laughs> fine. Anyone can gift me anything. Um, but I would, I think, posh probably because people think okay. I'm this like glamour purse with I like a filthy that. mouth. You need to stop smiling then in your pat pics and just be moody. <sighs> yeah. Let's talk about the mole. Do you think there's okay, a mole? I do think there's a mole. I think there might be more than one. <gasps> I mean, I think it's Nathaniel. Do you think it's Nathaniel? Yeah. I think it's Nathaniel. Um, there definitely is a mole and it annoys me because a lot of the spoilers have come out this year. There's, I mean, there's stuff about me that wasn't true. Like, oh, Ella kissed JJ behind partners back. Well, we didn't kiss, nothing happened. And so it's so frustrating in that moment where I really wanted to address it, be like, that isn't true. But I've realized in this industry, I would be here for years addressing things if I had to address every single negative thing that was written well about me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You can't control that. No, you don't pay my bills, honey. No, and you can only control how you conduct yourself and what you say. Yeah. And there's always going to be someone that says shit. Yeah. That isn't true, that's offensive. And it's hard not to get in your head about yeah. them things. But you can't control that. Uh, we saw Luke does love a rant, though. Luke is yeah. very opinionated. Like, I love Luke, but he is very opinionated. He'd have an opinion on a bag of crisps if he could. Yeah. Um, and if you're a bag of crisps, what flavour crisps would you be? Uh, oh, so remember years ago they did the limited edition ones where it's Go like on. Worcester sauce. So squirrel. Was... <laughs> oh, I do remember <laughs> fish and chips. Squirrel, fish and chips. Are you going to be roasted <laughs> squirrel? No, so I would have been the cheese. I think it's a cheddar cheese and bacon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't mm. remember that Oh, there one. was a tomato sauce one. That one was nice. We had I some ketchup the... crisps yeah. the other day. We I got had... sent some from Canada. I tried that. that they were so great, weren't they? Yeah. Sam, what bag of crisps would you um, be? I kind of want to say ketchup now because I really enjoyed that. I'm or... really bad. I'd just boring. I'd just be salt and vinegar. I would be the discontinued barbecue walkers that Oof. were great. I'd be a disco salt and vinegar because it's just so tangy and it just stays in your mouth forever. <laughs> oh, Gross. I'd be a flaming hot giant. What's it? <laughs> they are so good, but they get all stuck in your teeth. 
and your fingers. And before we move on from Nathaniel, um, there is... So you, you're accusing of maybe being the mole. There's something else that has happened on social media at the minute where people are saying he's been on all these shows before. Um, he didn't come on the show for love. He came on the show for well, to be on another TV show. Mm. In your opinion, do you think he was there for the airtime or he was there for love? No, I think if I haven't made it clear already, I think it's quite clear to me he was just on there for the airtime. Mm. Yeah. I could have sold my story, do you think a lot of but people... I haven't. Do you think a lot of people go, I mean, we've got money. Do you want to put it? Yeah, yeah go joking, on there. Um, do you think a lot of people go on there f for the fame? Listen, I'm not going to sit here and make out show. as though I'm perfect. I knew going into this that it, you've got to be deluded and slightly crazy to get married <laughs> to a stranger on TV. Yeah. And you've also got to be a type of person to do a TV show. Yeah. So I knew I, w I was, part of me, a small part of me was doing it for like the, the TV to get yeah. some exposure. Of course, we'd all be lying if any of, of us said we weren't. I think every single member of cast had that in the back of their head. Because you want to be something. And mm. I felt like my personality my whole life has been special and it was leading me to this moment. I made no secret of the fact that I knew I was destined and I believed I in that. myself for something big. But that isn't me being cocky. I just know that I was meant for something and this to me is it. And what I do in my life after this doesn't mean I did it to be famous. I just wanted to be that trans voice. Um, and I wanted to find love. And I've just been so unlucky in love. But yes, I do think there's certain people that probably did do it for the wrong reasons, mainly the person mainly I, the was, one you got ma with. I was matched with. When I was gutted because after that wedding day, you can see how happy I was. So yeah. happy. And then it all just went downhill because it was like he just didn't want to get to know me or spend any time with me. And I was thinking... It hit me when I met everyone else with the other couples and they were like, yeah, we did this together, we did this. And I was thinking, like, he just wasn't <laughs> getting to know me. So I would just sit and sunbathe. And I just yeah. thought, mm, you're not doing this for the right reasons. But I generally was naive and I wanted it to work. And I was like, yeah, let's try, let's try. What an idiot I was. I suppose one thing you did touch up on in the show was being somebody's dirty secret. Yeah. And I suppose being on a show, at least you hopefully didn't feel like that. Um, no, I didn't. I think that I didn't have that going into the show because I knew oh, I did go into it. But when Nathaniel accepted me and I of told course. him, I didn't know he was pansexual. I wasn't aware that he was pansexual, but he was aware that I was trans. So they'd made an exception with me to obviously to address those annoying rumours of like, you know, does JJ know? Did JJ know? Did Nathaniel know? JJ didn't know, but I he obviously told him as a group. Uh, in a group set and he was fine with it but with Nathaniel because I was marrying him they made him aware and I wanted them to make him aware and the reason I did it then on camera was because I wanted it to come out of my mouth and have that conversation authentically um, myself so he was open-minded but I didn't know he was pansexual so I generally found out in that moment um, Danny, I forgot the question. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. The, uh, the reason I asked it is because I've got so many trans friends and Listen to me, I've got so many trans friends too, um, but who say the same thing. And I think mm. it's something that comes up quite a lot is, mm. is the, no one I know who's trans has any problem getting men, bedding men, talking to men, uh, being with men. It's all to do with the men wanting not or not wanting to, to take the next step, yeah. to be public, to, mm. to this. And this dirty secret thing comes from. And I suppose rather than me asking it from your point of view about you, why do you think that is the case with men yeah. in general? Uh, I think obviously the guys I've dated in the past have all identified as like straight. Yeah. Um, and they've all, 
in the past been cisgender. And I think there's this stigma of maybe it was the type of guys that I, I went for, like these kind of bad boys. So I went for a certain type of guy, but I just feel as society, we've got a long way to go. We've come far, but we've still got loads, loads of way to go. And I think guys are worried about what their friends think, what their family thinks. I think they're scared of acceptance and being labeled as gay. And I think we need to move away from this narrative of putting um, trans people in the same bracket as someone who's gay because sexuality is so different to gender. For sure. And at first I used to hate the fact that the T was in the LGBT because lesbian, gay, bisexual, that is your sexuality. That doesn't define you as a person. Yeah. Whereas the T is your gender and who you identify as. Because you could be two, you could be T yeah. and B. You or could. T and L but I just used to always be like, why is it people would say to me, is it, to me this was an insult when people would go, oh, you're trans, oh, I have loads of gay friends and I hear it all the time and it's like, why do you have to compare me to someone gay? I think we need to stop being seen as gay men or trans men seen as like lesbians because that's, that's not us. We need to be seen as like the person we are. I am a woman, see me as a woman. I might be a trans woman, but step away from this whole comparison to, oh, I know someone who's gay. Stop, call you're essentially to me calling me a gay man. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be referred to as a man. And I just think boys these days and men are just still too embarrassed to be confident enough to, to be with someone and trans. And I think it's just, it's the toxic masculine world that we live in. Mm. We still, you know what I mean? It's still, we're seeing fucking, where was that? KSI fucking fighting that guy. Like, oh, yeah. It's just all of this, yeah. like, bullshit, like, bullshit, Vivian. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> it's all of that, like, bullshit. Silver dress and a red wig, yeah, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> it's just all of that toxic masculine energy that just never seems to ever wash away. No. And What's I your think... opinion, Sam? About toxic masculinity. No, about <laughs> everything we've just spoke about. <laughs> no, I completely agree with all of it. In fact, it was something I was kind of going to ask you. Is Your there... jawline is incredible, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's not what I was going to ask you. Um... It's fake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Minus. So, uh, at the minute, the political climate for trans people is awful. It's very aggressive and stuff like that. And there'll be people that listen to this that think, like... I want to support trans people, but I don't know how to. What advice would you give to people listening to this who want to actually support the trans community, um, but don't know how? They feel a bit like lost, whether it's like small or big. Mm. So the only thing I can compare this to is obviously I am a white um, woman and my best friend uh, is mixed race. And during lockdown, we had the BLM movement. And I always felt a bit awkward. And I just asked her the question. I said, Charlotte, what can I do? to be an ally and to, to support you during this. Um, so I would, she just said, you know, you can talk about it. Don't be scared to talk about it um, and repost things. And I think that's where people can take a leaf out of like that book and repost things on Instagram or just educate yourself. There's so many things I post and other people post that you can learn from. But I think the basics is fundamental that you have to realize trans women are women mm. and trans men are men. Uh, and once you get your head around that and stop trying to compare us to other people or transvestites or drag queens and stuff, we are human beings. I, I think I can speak on behalf of the whole community when I say 
we all feel like we're trapped in the wrong body. We were born, you know, in the wrong body. And some people choose to do X, Y, and Z surgically or go down hormones. We're all different. So no one's story is exactly the same. There's similarities. But what I've gone through is probably very different to a lot of trans girls I know. But I feel like we get tarred with the same brush. And then it all becomes about, okay, so what have you had done? What genitalia do you have? And people just need to see us as human beings and accept us. And once you've got that, you can then go off onto your debates about certain things that you agree with or don't agree with. But I think the fundamental thing is just to listen to us and not listen to the bullshit that's in the headlines and the media and with politicians who have never met anyone trans don't know the experience. I don't know what it's like to be a black woman in today's society or a trans black woman, but I am, um, what's that word? I empathize, I, I mm. empathize with it and I can understand it and I'm fully aware of my privilege as a white trans woman and having not an easy ride, but I've managed to get work. I've, I have had like an, kind of the support of my family that a lot of trans people haven't, but I think just getting involved in the conversation, educating yourself, I shouldn't have to keep going around being a teacher. I don't get mm. paid to be a teacher, to teach you things that are pretty like standard to me. So, yeah. And I, I, I've said it before on this show, I think it, it, a great example was Hallie coming out on Big Brother and I love, I'd love to get you and Hallie here together at the same time mm. and have a trans off, no, I'm joking. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and just really de delve deeper and, and, you know, maybe get some trans men in and have like a Come, loose yeah. people hour and just dive into this more. I think when, when we saw her coming out and talking about it on the show and then the first thing was like people's like did this lovely little pronoun chat mm. and I just thought it just went to show how simple and easy it can be to be yeah. an ally, to be supportive, to listen and it, and it also showed how TERFs and transphobic people go out of their way to, to demonize to, to be offensive. Mm, yeah. It takes more effort to be offensive and demonize spin stories than it does to go, okay, no problem. Thank you. Carry on with your life. Because what you're doing doesn't affect anyone else. No, but I get where some people are coming from where they feel like when someone trans is put on a show like Good Morning Britain or these kind of shows, it's always a debate. And this is where I, I would happily do that. But I like I know that when I meet someone, a lot of the time, whether I meet them on the train or in a shop, it's the first time they've probably had an experience with someone trans. So I want them to walk away having a positive experience, being like, do you know what? She's taught me something. I was open-minded uh, and I'm open about my transition. Not every trans person is and they shouldn't have to be. We're all very different. But I feel like when trans people are put on shows, a lot of the time it's very aggressive and it's like a, it's a debate. And I feel like we're used um, as these scapegoats so that people, viewers can watch this big debate between someone straight, cisgendered and someone who's trans, who's lived a trans experience. And it's always used to make us look bad or us look like these aggressive people that are trying to preach and shove things down people's throats. I choose not to go my, like about my life in that way. I choose to be pretty open <clears throat> and just be seen as me rather than like being used as this, um, I guess, argumentative trans person that's just there to debate. So the more people like me, like Hallie, other people that are on shows and included, the more normal, I hate that word, but the more normal it will become and people will get educated. You don't need me to sit there and go through facts and things about trans history to learn something. Just by seeing me as a person and seeing me as Ella, 
that is enough. But I hate the fact that in the media, a lot of the time we're used as this diversity card and we're there to tick a box. And I don't think I was on this show. I generally think they wanted to, to share my experience and someone who's trans and they should by now, it's 2023. Yeah. But I think a lot of people's opinion is from what they see in the media and that is always someone having a debate. And I just don't wanna go about life that way. Like nothing will rile me up. Like you could have a debate with me now and I would not scream because it gives people the satisfaction of being like, there you go, she's aggressive, she's yeah. shoving it down our throat. I also, I find this really weird. I, I, um... And we've seen it on Big Brother. We saw it, eh, a touch on Married at First Sight, but n not as much. People, and I think it's Hetty's. I'm sorry, I really do think it's Hetty's. Love, like, the first thing they love to, to then talk about is genitalia. Mm. Oh, right, so you've... What, what's down there? Who gives a shit? Stop asking what's yeah, between people's them. legs. No one or would ask you. No one. No. Or Sam or any, and it's just this weird thing. And I feel like while you've got someone like you saying, you know, I'm ha I'm happy to talk about, it, I'm honest, and I will talk about it. People can ask me that. You shouldn't have to be like that. No, at I the shouldn't. same time. But, but then I'm very like I will say, listen, this is okay for me to answer because I'm here to educate you. <clears throat> but I'm hoping in years to come, we don't need to have these conversations and it won't be a shock when someone's on a TV show. People won't be asking you what you've got in between your legs. I think there's this fixation on, because it is a lot of the time befores and afters on Instagram. It's like, this was her before when she was a boy and this is her after. And people were so infatuated with the whole outside, the exterior, that they forget to know you as a person on the inside. They're just more fascinated with, oh, you look different, you've had this done. Forget about all of that. I am open about it, but remember, there's a lot of trans girls that aren't open about it and don't want to be asked. And it is rude, and I do tell people that when they ask me. I'm like, well, I'll answer, <laughs> yes, I have a lovely vagina, but you shouldn't go around asking people that. I think it's just the first thing that people think of. They think, oh, sex change inverted comma like I want to know what that's like Ooh, well, don't ask me you don't need to I've know I've heard that for a long time I hate that I word. hate that I hate it I haven't had a sex change I hate that but you know I can only be open and I'm sure there's trans women that probably don't like some of the things <clears throat> I say because I am so open but unless we are open people won't feel that they can learn or educate themselves so we do need to give some people the benefit of the doubt and not kind of cut people off and be like, no, I'm not answering that. For sure. But I think as well, like every person, like you say, has lived a completely different life and it takes someone really confident and, and conf and what's the word I'm looking for? Confident and sure of yourself enough to be able and and know yourself enough to be able to be vulnerable and answer these questions. And like you just said, I've not had a sex change. The perfect terminology is gender affirming surgery or yeah. gender affirming care. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is because people often associate that purely with trans people, trans men, trans women. But to me, if you're flying over to Turkey and getting a BBL, there's some gender affirming fucking surgery down. Yeah. If you're getting a boob job, there's some gender affirming surgery. Yeah. So if you can get all that on NHS, darling, yeah. I'm happy for you to be the real you on the NHS. So I just, I think it's something just from conversation other people can hopefully take into their vocabulary and their converse. No, I agree. Gender dysphoria is a medical, medical condition. And people forget that. Like I was generally diagnosed with gender dysphoria 
when I was seven, 16, 17. But people don't see it as a medical condition. They see it as a choice. Move away from seeing being gay as a choice, being trans as a choice. It isn't a choice. You are the way you are. And some people can live till they're 60 and suppress it. And some people can. But I think people think I woke up one day and was like, I'm going to be a girl. No, that's just how I've always been. I've always known I was a girl. And I don't know what happened in the science or in the DNA or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the genetics, but I was not meant to be born, I don't think, a girl. And there will be people that will argue that till the cows come home. But um, yeah, I, I don't like the whole, it's a choice. It wasn't a choice. It was either I die and I end my life or I do what I need to do and to be And why would me. anyone choose to be trans in the current climate? Exactly. I'm not being... I hope that didn't come across one bit offensive to you, but no. who would choose to have their lives constantly debated in government, misinformation spread about you, you know, the hostility that we see towards everyone now? It's it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But I think what you have done is you've been a beacon of light. I've said this to you when we first chatted on DMs and I was, I was like, super fan. Um, I think no one's done what you've done. No one's walked in your shoes. Very few people have done it. Um, and come away and come away being true to yourself. Mm. And, and you've got a fan base, I think, of amazing people that yeah. see you for you. And, and ho I'm hoping that there's people out there that have watched you on Married at First Sight that might not have, up until your appearance on this show, gotten to know, and I, I'm saying it with inverted comments because it's a reality TV show, but gotten to know somebody who's trans. And I think we need more real voices in the world, mm. real experiences, and getting to know the silly side, the crazy sides, all of those sides to you because they're all the sides we've all got because we're all human. And I don't want to sound like I'm sat here preaching at you yeah. or anyone else, but I think what you've done, just being there alone is enough. And, yeah. is, and is amazing. And I think you should be so fucking proud of you. And I can see you taking Holly Willoughby's job. Yeah, I can no, see you I on agree. Strictly. Can you dance? I can. Do you know what? I think next year I'm manifesting it. Manifest. So let's, like, yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but I generally do believe that next year I'll be doing, I'll be the first trans woman on Strictly. Because I, I can't dance, but I... I did do like stage school stuff when I was younger. So I think I could do it. And I would You've love got the to minerals. be with Giovanni or Vito. I met him at the Giovanni's Pride of Britain Giovanni's lovely. Did you meet Giovanni? Uh, um, no, Giovanni wasn't there, I don't think. But I met Vito, who's with Layton. I think Ellie oh. this year. Who's uh, with Vito's Layton? the Italian one with the hairy oh, chest. And oh, I he love is so sad. I looked at him, I said in his eyes, he called me open. I was like, hi, I'm Ella. He was like, have I met you before? That was my Italian accent. That and was, I was good, like, that was um, good. I wish, because he is stunning. So I'd love to be with him. But yeah, I would love, Courtney Act did obviously Dance yeah. with the Stars in Australia. You should do it. I can't dance. I definitely ask people. I can't oh, come dance. on, I'm RuPaul's Drag Race. All you've got to do is one step, two steps, yeah, three steps. Exactly, but this is strictly, I can't dance for shit. Well, uh, you'd there's learn. plenty of reality shows that I would do and I would do in a heartbeat, but that is not, not, not one of them. Can I just say quickly, thank you for giving me the space to be a oh, voice. Because it's up. only because of people like you guys that give me this opportunity. Because I don't know where my Bless career's you. gonna go soon, but if, if it isn't for, and it would be nice for non, queer um, podcasts and TV shows and stuff to also want to have me on because it's like I want to spread a voice by being for me sure. but educating people but I thank you for giving me this space oh, no, because otherwise people in. wouldn't have the opportunity to learn about trans people and there is more to me than that but I think with what's going on right now with this shitty government there needs to be a voice and I've had so much support and love from so many people like I'm 
overwhelmed with the amount of messages that I've had. And I'm so, so grateful for everyone. So yeah, you'll see me in the jungle in kangaroo boards. Then you'll see me doing the cha-cha-cha. She sounds like me coming out of Drag Race, don't she? We could do Celeb Big Brother together. I'd love that. I... We'd be besties in yeah, there. Yeah, I know we would. We'd I think we'd be the first ever joint winners. It yeah. would be like Trinity and Renee. Yeah. The first ever joint winners. I'd love it. Um, who are you most shocked about to see a DM from in your, in your DMs? I mentioned him earlier. Oh, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> well, we won't go there. Um, got, I, guys, I got exclusive goss that I'm not sharing with you Yeah, that's, that would be quite shocking, I think, if that yeah. came out. But he is he's quite good looking. Yeah. Um, who have I got that I can say? I mean, in a, do you mean in Just a... Just in any way. Oh, I'm I mean, like I've a fan of the show. Like, Alison I mean, Hammond. I Wait, let that. me actually have a look. I'd we're probably the, we're say... We're getting the DMs up, guys. Uh, someone called Danny Beard. I don't oh, know. I don't know who that yeah. is. No, I was fangirling when oh, you messed me. I was like, fuck. Um, yeah, I'd probably say Alison Hammond or... Oh, Faye Winter she, from Love Island. Me and I get on like a house on fire. Megan McKenna. Who love I absolutely love. We get on so well. She is like, I'm like her when she was in X on the Beach. Yeah. Crazy. Use <laughs> the C word, every other word. Um, a horror. To me, any drag race person that meshes me or follows me is like, I die inside. Oh, bless I'm just you. the biggest fan. But yeah, but I'd probably say Alison, maybe. What job, one job, if you could do it all from the back of it, would mm. you love to get? Would it be strictly can would I it be say like drag three? race? Can drag? I say you can three. say top three. three. Okay, Rank so three. drag race guest judge. Love it. Strictly, and I'm a celeb. I think I'm too late for this year, yeah. unfortunately. But I think people would love to see me do I that do. shit because people would not think I would do it. I would fucking do it. I'd shit myself, but Same. I would do it. Um, the other one, probably a trans, like Olivia Atwood style series, because I think that. I'd be a good presenter of doing like a trans documentary. For sure based for like the age range of kind of like 15 to i don't know 40 just you know <laughs> everyone <people>. basically anyone <laughs> just basically um, from from birth to death exactly anyone pop out the that. vagina be born and watch me on a documentary yeah i'd love to do a documentary and a kid's book but not like a conventional kid's book where it's like so this is a trans boy i want to do it in a cute colorful way where it educates them about me jay tash and Roz, because they're my friendship groups from the show and obviously jay um was born with um uh, like one arm. Tasha's kind of got the whole um, racial discrimination that she's had to face in life. And Roz has had, well, Roz is just Roz. Roz was brought <laughs> up on a farm. She's amazing, incredible Roz girl. Roz stinks of cow shit. Yeah. So people don't like Roz for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. She's amazing. <laughs> but I said we should do a little kids book. Because um, we've got that. a bit of everything in, in our group. Yeah. Um, and but that, you yeah. guys as kids. Yeah, basically, like that. growing together, and then so a friend of the show we've we've had him on. Um, he's got a book out called In My Daddy's Belly. So he came on. He's trans man. Spoke. Are you about, about Logan? Logan? Yeah, I, one of my Logan friends. messaged me and oh. um, actually so did Bailey. And I am the biggest Bailey J Mills fan ever. Um, but yeah, Logan messaged me, and I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. And he's he's lovely. Just like, You're doing amazing. We watch you. So yeah, it's so so. Well, I've just been sent like a preview of. of of his book in my daddy's belly and I'm reading it at the minute and I've got to give a quote out for it which is yeah. really exciting I was really honoured to be asked to do it because I think as a couple they're just so inspiring and yeah I just think I wanted to share that I just felt right to share that that's right cool. now can you are read you the quote are you recording us are you reading the quote now 
No, I've not got the quote yet. I've got to finish <laughs> no, the book. Sorry. It's a kid's book, so it's going to take me weeks to read. Okay. <laughs> Any not juicy, quick round five questions about the show? There is one quick question that did come in from a listener, which is, how is your nan dealing with being famous? <sighs> nanny Val. I nanny Val. Con. She's an icon. She's 90. I love the fact she's an inspiration to like the queer community, to older people that accept trans mm. people. She's always seen me as a granddaughter and she's so supportive. But I think people want to see her more than me. Uh, if I love she wasn't that. so like immobile, like so, she's not very mobile, so I can't really push so her. So it might be hair on Strictly next year. But well, I think we should do Celeb Gogglebox because oh, the I conversations we have yeah. talking about vaginas and dicks and sex and blowjobs, she's dirt. Like my nan is filth, but I just think she's. Amazing. You could have a joint sex education show with her. Wow. Yeah, yeah she loved watching Fifty Shades of Grey. And <laughs> Bridgerton, she? she used to get all, I, like she'd say, Ella pulls it on the bit where his bum was on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> my nan is filth. I, this Hold is where I get it. it from. Yeah. I love that. So people are dirty like, oh, Ella's, yeah, she's a dirty, dirty batch. But yeah, dirty I love nanner. my nan's bits. I don't know what I'll do when she's not here Do you know anymore. what's nice about you? Know, oh, don't. No, because I get really, I got upset last night, actually, because I was like, Man, we got on so well, and I literally love her fits. And I'm like, I don't know what I'll do without her. She's my best friend. Like, she's my biggest oh, supporter. And her Strictly heart. is her favourite show. And all I want, since I, we've always watched it for years together, uh, and even when the theme tune comes on, we clap along like we're in the audience. And I said, I want you to be there if I ever do it. But I, so I'm hoping she doesn't pop her clogs before I do Strictly. Bless. I love you, Nan. <laughs> So yeah, like, Joe, you've you've you're ending us on a on a sad note. Oh no! But I I shouldn't probably compare these two stories, but I do this about my dog. What dog I, have you got? A little less rapso, and then I look at her sometimes, and I get all upset, and then go, oh, I just can't, I just don't want her to die. Yeah, I don't know why my mind goes there. I do it with Ivan. Just crazy. We shouldn't do it really. We should. How old are they? Mine's like eight. She's got a while to go. Yeah. Actually, she's about 10. Oh, I just make up every time someone asks me. Have you got room in the freezer? <gasps> don't. <laughs> I've got a dead parrot in the freezer. It's for another time. It's not still in the freezer. She's what? in the freezer. I'm not willing to let go. It's another Danny, story for another time. We spoke about this a year ago. It's for another time. We've come to the end of today's <laughs> show, everybody. <laughs> We've come to the end of the show. Ella, thank you so much for being thank an amazing you. guest, an amazing co-host. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime you want me, I'm here, as long as Sam's here as well. Sam will be here. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Sam's going very bright red. Sorry. I feel like I was going to invite you out for, for some brunch now. I'm going for brunch with Ellis Atlantis and, uh, and Sire. I'm there. I'll have as much as But if you would rather go with Sam... I, oh, I think JJ would have Fernandos. something to say I about that. Uh, Me too. Yeah, as friends. We can go as friends. Me, you and JJ all hang out. <laughs> oh, that would be a lovely threesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be Sam's ideal. Uh, <laughs> girls, gays and nays, don't forget if you want to share, get in touch with us, share anything, Camp Crazy QQ. It's letters at gossipgayspod.com. Our socials are at gossipgayspod. We've got WhatsApp. You know it's in the description of this show. But I think all that's left to say is goodbye to our very beautiful, very stunning... Can I just say before we go as well? Go I feel like you're up there now with reality TV trans goddesses like Nadia. Do you think I'm iconic? Blood. I think you're iconic. I think some of the shit comes out of my mouth is pretty iconic. I do too. And I, I can't get you um, telling everyone on Married at First Sight within the first two episodes that you've just farted. <gasps> oh, I oh that was it. so embarrassing. It was not. It was iconic. I didn't know I'd farted. I didn't know if it's me fanny on my bum. Because obviously that. I can still fanny fart. I love not that. Not on cue. But yeah. I love that. You're giving me like... 
trans goddess. Like it's like Katie Price, what Katie Price could have been. I love Katie Price. Before she became bankrupt. I love Katie Price. I love Katie Price. I love any Katie Price. I'll take Katie yeah, Price however Katie she Price. comes. Mm. And I think you're just giving us that. You're the Katie Price that the gays needed. And Gossip Goddess, if you'd listened to last week's episode as well. And you are a gossip goddess. I am. Well, and this Sam's is going to become a regular fix, guys. Oh. Uh, if I was JJ, I would be watching out for our producer, Sam. Thank you so much to producer Lucas, producer Sam. Our very special guest today, Ella. Do you have any final words for us, my darling? Uh, no, I just forgot uh, that. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and letting me just be crazy me. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Let's go for some Prosecco, baby. Go on, then. Let's go. You listen to this advert. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 